Turn my headphones up. Turn me, turn me up. <laughs> all right, we're back. It's the playoffs, Mike. And uh, all right, we've we've all we've all done everything we can. Waiver wires, drafting, everything to lead us to this week right here. Week fourteen is the playoffs. Um, how many leagues are you in? How many playoff uh, did you make? Uh, six leagues, five playoffs. Oh, that's pretty good. I I'm in um blah, 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 blah. I'm in six leagues also. I made four playoffs and I was tanking in one, so I don't really count that one so much. I, I missed the playoffs by one game in the uh in the other league, seven and six. I'm clearly not counting the second league because yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I was in, in my <laughs> in my own league. I was like yeah. I, I just sold everybody because like I just wanted to blow it up and and and, and I get it. Yeah, so like I'm not counting that one. Always counts. I'm not counting seventh league because you gave me a team week fourteen. Week thirteen, that was fucking terrible. Yeah, no, no, this is true, but um, you know, uh, I mean, hopefully you, yeah, I mean, at least that's like, all right, it's a fun thing to rebuild the whole squad. You got a ton of picks, so like the draft's gonna be very fun for you, and uh, yeah, so like you know, you're starting obviously at a uh, disadvantage, but like you know, um, hey, look, man, if you could rebuild this one, man, then you're truly a legend. Yeah. Um, solidify my uh, my career. <laughs> yeah, man, you got you got to cement your career here. All right, man. So Monday night it was Seattle versus uh, the Vikings on Monday Night Football. You have three teams, nine and three on the year. You had yourself, you had Feinberg, and you had um, Launchpad. Points separate you guys. Um, Launchpad, uh, you know, he had he had four guys. He had what? Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, um, Cook and Diggs. Cook and Diggs. Uh, you had um, nobody, nobody, right? You had finished your game, and then uh, Feinberg had um, uh, Carson. Carson. And yeah. Feinberg was down. He ended up losing to um, Kuhn, last place team in the league, last day of the season, cost him a bye. Uh, and then, uh, was it a launch pad gets goosed by Lockett, Cook gets hurt, Dig got the dropsies, and Wilson, uh, they pretty much ran every touchdown in, and you end up getting a bye in the last day of the, of the season, last game of the season, I should say. Did you at all think you were getting a bye that week? No, I thought I was screwed. Um, I thought I said I had a chance coming into the week, but once the situation was what it was for Monday night, I mm-hmm. thought I was screwed. I thought you were um, pretty decent Monday night. I thought going into that whole thing, you were screwed. But like, he still needed like sixty points out of four guys. It's not like a, a, a layup by he any means. He needed fifty-two points, and they averaged sixty on the year. So I don't know. I, and I think, look, if Cook didn't get hurt, I think he probably would have got it. Maybe um, it's not like Madison went off and like to me they're like almost they they had they have like the same amount of production. It's not like Cooks is like on another planet than Madison. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that ended up giving you a buy. You get that sweet tweet buy with me. I- I'm also undefeated. Um. Only team to ever make it undefeated to the playoffs. Uh. Got five top scores. Nineteen hundred points. Going on two thousand points. Um. Having a historic year here. Um. Now for Dominant the season. very dominant season. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm 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 trying to get that undefeated championship. I don't want that one giant loss though. Not like the Pats. No, I'm you don't want to go eighteen and one. No, um, but just doing. We're going to review the playoff matchups right here. Uh, Feinberg finished in fourth actually because he actually lost to Kuhn on the last day. He's facing Cheese here, and um, Feinberg starting Patrick Mahomes, Chris Carton, Chris Carson, I should say, Kareem Hunt, Philip Lindsay. Tyreek Hill, John Brown, Julian Edelman, Zach Gertz, Harrison Buckner in the New England defense. And Cheese, on the other hand, is starting Josh Allen, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, Will Fuller, DeAndre Hopkins, Cole Beasley, Kenny Galladay, Jack Doyle, Matt Gay in the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Who do you got in this matchup? I think it's close. Uh, I've got to give slight edge to Feinberg, but I think you have to be concerned about the the. Mahomes Tyreek Patriots matchup. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I still give him a slight edge. Look, he's got he's got a much significant advantage at tight end, and he still has a. I, I still don't love Cheese's running back situation. Um, Cheese's running back situation isn't that great, but um, the the Jags have been getting run all over for like the last. Fair. Two months, and he's got Melvin Gordon. I think. I think and that's Bell, a, Bell versus the Dolphins. Who knows? Bell if versus, he's never a time for him to have a good game. It'd be now. He does have uh, two wide receivers starting against Denver, and Denver's been pretty good against wide receivers, so that's no good. 
Cole Beasley's been doing great all year. I don't even know. And Kenny Galladay is going into Minnesota with that bow guy. But, like, I mean, come on. Like, that guy goes undrafted free agent quarterback. I mean, I can only think of Tony Romo as the only guy to ever come out of nowhere like that and be any good as an undrafted. Yeah, and he also he's also he's only gonna throw like fifteen passes. So Kenny Galladay yeah, was hyper efficient on Thanksgiving for sure. He would have like I don't know if it's sustainable. That's not to say. Well, he did catch a seventy-five yard touchdown, so that helps your day right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, uh, I I just. I don't want to ever count out Feinberg. He always does good, but I, I kind of like uh, Cheese's uh, chances in this because of his running back matchups. And um, Josh Allen and um, Cole Beasley, I think, will be playing garbage time midway through the third quarter because I think they're going to get played up by the Ravens and they're going to have to be throwing the ball in the uh, second half of that game. Feinberg has John Brown, to be fair. He does have John Brown, but the other could... guy, he has Cole Beasley. So if it just, I'm saying, like, Cole Beasley also, like, yeah. you know, he, he's. Can catch a touchdown every game it seems for like the last month and a half. Um, what Cheese hit us up with the stat was he a wide receiver too this year? Yeah. Um, is there any guy? Yeah, on... I think it'll be a close matchup. I, I don't know. I got. I'd say right now, gun to my head, I'd say Feinberg. But uh, I'm gonna say Cheese. Uh, maybe because I want Cheese to win. And uh, <laughs> is is if, do you have their lineups? Are you looking at their lineups? I'm not. Right. I can tell you. Um. Is there any guy that you would that's on their bench currently right oh, now? On their bench, yeah, that you would start. Um, I guess my only question would be Feinberg. I don't think. I mean, I don't think Feinberg has any bench. Speak of cheese, might be more interesting. Uh, cheese has. Uh, Tevin. No, I wouldn't play Tevin Coleman or Emmanuel Sanders or Larry Fitzgerald's Cameron. All right. Uh, Feinberg. Yeah. I might, I don't know. I might play Marvin Jones over. I mean, I would consider Marvin Jones over Kareem Vaughn's Philip Wendy or John Brown, but I don't know. Yeah. That'd be something I'd think about. I'd want to get uh, Marvin Jones in there. He's been pretty solid every, uh, every, pretty much every week this year. He's been having like over 10 points. Um, I would want to get him in. I would not start Darren Thompson. I, I think that he's no, nothing special and he's going against. There's going to be a three back rotation there anyway. I wouldn't mess with it. There's too many variables there. I just wouldn't start Darwin Thompson. I would I would put in Marvin Jones all day. Um, and then I don't know. QB cheese's QB decision is not easy. Josh Allen, Baltimore, Kyler Murray, Pitt, and Jameis Winston versus Colts. I would I almost probably start Winston. I think. Um, those every seems like every team that plays Indiana is in a stupid slugfest. Um, I, I Jameis Winston is a guy that will put up 30 points every week. Uh, yeah. But I kind of like the Josh Allen, like Baltimore's defense. Like, it, I don't know. On paper, it says it's good, but like I see them getting scored on a, quite a bit too. And I think they're going to be, especially for a quarterback. I think they're going to be in catch-up mode in the second half of that game. I, I just see the Baltimore putting up points on them. Curious, out of curiosity, Winston is the highest-ranked option there. He's ranked eighth. Kyle was ranked thirteenth, and Josh Allen's ranked fifteenth. The official. All right, so I mean, obviously, then uh, Winston is ranked highest, and I, you know, I play Winston. I, I, honestly, he gives you the highest upside. Um, yeah, I just think you need it. That's okay. Other matchups are too tough. All right, another first round matchup here is uh, Justin versus Scotty, and uh, Justin is starting the robust lineup of Deshaun Watson, Mark Ingram, uh, Sony Michelle, Zach Pascal, Randall Cobb, Calvin Ridley. How does he get to the playoffs with this fucking wide receiving core? Austin Hooper, maybe. Travis Kelsey. Starting two tight ends as well. So it's always good when you're starting two tight ends. Yeah, two two and then they're <laughs> two tight ends. I, I I don't even know all of um Scotty's lineup, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's gonna win. Russell Wilson, Dalvin Cook. He might get goosed by Dalvin Cook. Um Saquon Barkley, Stephon Diggs, Tyler Lockett, Devonte Parker, DJ Shark, Hunter Henry, and Zane Gonzalez. I think Scotty's lineup is very volatile here. You have Cook, Barkley, Diggs, and Lockett. They could all goose you. They just give you like four points on the day. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would still. I expect Scott in that matchup. I agree that he has volatility, but I think he has. Uh, I think he has room for error in this matchup. This is true. Um, again, let's. I'll go to their benches. I'm going to take Scotty in this. I think he's got uh, one of the better teams. I honestly um, would play. Uh, is there anyone you play on their benches? He's got Fitzpatrick, Chris Thompson, Kenyon Drake, Jay Jai, Raheem Mostert, 
Alexander Madison, Ted Ginn Jr., Sterling Shepard, Paris Campbell, and Jimmy Graham. I might take my chances with Paris Campbell, to be honest with you. I, I, I know it's the playoffs and everything, but he's by far the best receiver there if he's playing this Sunday. No, there's no one I'm starting. Over well, who? Who are you starting Paris Campbell over? Um, like Tyler Lockett. I don't know, man. Like That's crazy. Come Tyler on. Lockett's going to be guarded by fucking Jalen Ramsey. I don't care. I'm not starting fucking a guy who has done nothing all year playing with Kobe <laughs> Brissett, a quarterback, or just Rah- because some guy's getting guard by Jalen Ramsey. Or Raheem Mostert. I'm not starting him either. All right. Um, that's, that's too That's too crazy. All right, was it? I'll look at Tyler Lockett real quick here. Um, the last, the last month he's given uh, a zero, a four point three, and a four point four. He's given you less than ten points in the last month. Yeah, I don't. I still don't care. I'm not. I'm not starting Paris Campbell in the playoff game. Okay. Over Tyler Lockett. Um, I know Justin's got nobody. Um. He's got Philip Rivers, Latavius Murray, Deion Lewis, Rex Burkhead, Kenny Stills, Kendrick Bourne, Golden Tate, uh, Tim Patrick, T.Y. Hilton, Demarius Thomas. The only one I would even think of is to me Tim Patrick. Um, I think he has a good floor. Uh, he catches a lot of balls. I would consider Golden Tate if Daniel Jones is playing, but I don't can't start Golden Tate with Eli Manning. Um, why not? He didn't I, ever... I just, Manning doesn't throw the ball down the field, and I don't, we haven't seen them. They haven't. I don't think they've ever had a. Game together because they didn't. Golden Tate was suspended the first four games. Yeah. So like I don't have any do they have any rapport? Like I, I just I don't know. Um no, they have zero rapport, but uh no. Golden Tate's not a deep threat anyway. He's uh he's a guy who catches the balls over the middle. Yeah. I just I don't know. To me, if it's Eli out there, he's gonna do what Eli does, he's gonna throw the ball to Ingram, he's gonna throw the ball to Parkway. Okay, let's move on to the losers bracket here. This is they're playing here for the um the the one thirteen pick. Uh, we got James versus Donk. You don't usually see too many people trade for OBJ midseason and miss the playoffs altogether when having a winning record. Um, bad luck, James. Uh, but we got Donk. You got he's got he's starting Wentz, Montgomery, Duke Johnson, Crowder, DK Metcalf, Corey Davis, Christian Kirk, uh, Tyler Higby on the Rams, and James is starting. Tom Brady, Austin Etler, uh, Josh Jacobs, Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, Darren Fells, Will Lutz, Baltimore Ravens. I'm actually going to give this to Donk. I, I, I think that um, there's so many guys on uh, James's team that I just have bad matchups. And, like, like uh, Terry McLaurin, until, like, they figure out what's going on at quarterback, he's been pretty garbage. I'll be the first that thing you've ever said about Tonk. Uh I'm picking James. I think his team is much better. Is it though? Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I do. I do think it is. Um. All right. Moving on to the next one. Uh. Is he has an advantage at literally every position? He's a better quarterback, better running back, better receivers. Worse no, he does not have a better quarterback. I'd rather have Wentz versus the Giants than Tom Brady versus Kansas City. Uh, I don't know. Fine. I'll, I'll call it a push at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Once has been terrible, whatever. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. He has been terrible, but he still he still beats up on the shittier teams. Like like, like he put up like th- if it wasn't a great actual NFL performance against um the uh, Miami Dolphins last week, but he put up like thirty one points. Um. You have Steve versus uh, Wild Dan. Um. Matt, uh, Steve's got Matt Ryan, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Alvin Kamara, Debo Samuel, Corton Sutton, Michael Gallup, Mike Kosecki, and you have Wild Dan is Jacoby Brissett, uh, Leonard Fournette, Darius Geis, Jarvis Landry, Chris Godwin, Devontae Adams, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, and um, who do you got? I'm going to take Steve here. I, um, I think he has a much better team. I like Steve's team here as well, um, but I'm going to go pick Dan just because uh, I have a bet with Steve. Um, I forget what the bet even is, um, but, like, I bet him that he wouldn't win the 113. He bet me he I wouldn't win the whole thing. So I forget what the whole um, – oh, we, to naming rights for team. So I'm going against Steve. I'm going, I'm going wild. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and, the I mean, the high – the, the I call this the Miller Pick Bowl. I mean, I don't know who you really want to win here. It's um, it's it's Watts versus Q, and you own both first round picks. Do you have a, Do you have a preference? Like, what team you'd rather be picking first with? 
like as like a f. Uh, this game does not actually affect the ping pong balls for the record. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I just you know I hope they both have fun. <laughs> All right, but like it doesn't affect the record. No, because it's just it's just, it's just the, the record. The ping pong balls are set at the end of se- at the season regular season. Gotcha. Well, who do you want to ceremonial? See? Who do you want? I, I would rather see because uh, I would probably rather see Watts lose because you'll never be able to give that dog trophy to Keon because you're never going to see it. Uh, well, you know what? For just logistics, then yeah, I, I hope Watts loses because we don't want to uh, have to try to get that to DC. And yeah. um, who has it now? Donk. I think that's right. Donk's got it. He's he's the he's the old champ in that. Um, all right, let's see what I got in the dais here. Blah, 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 blah. Matchups. Five, uh, back of James Donk. Sacramento. All right, we're gonna go into the um. The spreads then this week. Um, oh, you know what? We, who uh, who do you have winning it all right now? Super Bowl. No, no, yeah, the the our our, our championship. But just prognostications. Oh, in our league. Yeah. Oh, I mean, how could I not pick you? Why would anyone not pick you? Yeah, I'm gonna pick me too. I'm not gonna try to give myself no reverse Malloy. I'm picking me. Um, who's winning the one thirteen? I'm gonna say Steve. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Donk. I just Donk's gonna be flush and silly with picks. He just he's 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 lucky like that. He just he every time I every, every league I'm in with him, he he just has like every pick. And <laughs> um, okay, uh, now let's go to the spreads for the week here. Um, we got uh, we're going at Westgate tonight. We are we know a little bit what's going on with Dallas and Chicago. Dallas is playing at Chicago. Chicago uh, Dallas is laying three at Chicago. I, yeah. that's easy money. Give me Chicago all day. I would have picked Dallas here, so I'm not going to change my pick based on the uh, score of the game currently. I'll stick with Dallas. I would have picked Chicago. Uh, any uh, home teams getting points, and like it's a six. They're both six and six. I don't know why Dallas is so favorited. They played like shit all year. I'm not betting on Trubisky. Ever. I'm not betting on on Garrett and that fucking up and down team. All right. Um, okay. Better be up and down than just down. <laughs> okay. Uh, Washington versus Green Bay. Um, Green Bay is laying twelve and a half at uh, at home. I I don't know, man. I I I read something that the teams uh that are that that are laying ten points this year or more are like at twenty percent. Washington's been playing better. Uh, give me give me Washington in this. They've they've been playing better lately. Um, and twelve and a half is a is a bonkers amount. I feel just to to bet on the the Green Bay Packers. I'm going. With, I'm going to take the Packers here. Any reason? Um, yeah, I, I just I think they're I'm be- so much better on both sides of the ball. You know, I think they could easily force a couple turnovers. Haskins has not been playing well. The Redskins are not a particularly good team, despite the their insurgence resurgence last week. I think it was a fluke. So we have our next game here is Denver at Houston. Denver laying nine points. I'm sorry, uh, Houston laying nine points. Um, give me, give me Houston. They beat up on the Patriots last week, and even though the Patriots scored a bunch of garbage time points, they the the uh, Texans still ended up covering. I like the Texans here. Yeah, I'm going to take Houston as well. I think Drew Locke had a nice first start in the NFL, but um, oftentimes we've seen lots of guys have good first starts and then kind of fall on their face. Uh, which is what I expect to happen. I think you'll have some growing pains in the second start. Um, now, here's the next game here is uh, should be flexed, I feel, to Monday night. Um, but uh, it's San Francisco at New Orleans. New Orleans laying two and a half here. This is a tough one. I, they, they both are very similar, uh, and you know they both run the ball very well. They both play really good D. I think the D is better on, on 49ers, but it, it's pretty close. I guess I would have to bet on the better quarterback. Give me Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints at home. They're very hard to beat there. Uh, give me uh, two and a half. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Um, this is just a game that if it was uh, New Orleans, I would take New Orleans. And if it's, if it's at San Fran, I would bet San Fran. I don't, it's, you know, three points either way. Uh, I don't have a good feel on this game. Who the hell knows? It should be a good game, though. Next game, uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland laying seven and a half. This is a classic Kick the shit out of the Bengals game. Uh, Bengals, they won their one game. They're not. They're trying to tank. Um, I think Cleveland, with the bad loss last week against Pittsburgh, they're going to try to get back to uh, 500. I believe. I think they're what six and seven. 
thought they were worse than that, but you might be right. Um, they, were they six? I think they're six and six. Or they're five and seven? I think they're five, five and, and seven. seven. Sounds right. They're five and seven. All right, I think they'll be six and seven uh, easy, and I think they cover the spread. I think they just beat up on Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, they should win this game by two touchdowns. Come mm-hmm. on. Fucking Bengals at home. Also, do you think Kitchens gets fired at the end of the season? or do yeah. Th- yeah, yeah. Also, do you think the GM... I think, you, I think he has to get it. I think he has to. Do, now, if you're the owner, do you also fire the GM? Uh, no, I would not fire the GM. I would give him one more, at least one more year, but I, I, they need a whole new coaching staff in there. I uh, I think I would fire the GM based solely on the fact that you hired this idiot to be the head coach. Like, that's just a, a terrible... You wasted a year of this team in its you know in its prime I, think, I disagree i think it's a defensible decision in hindsight obviously it did not work out but at the time you know it was it, people liked it it was the decision was praised everyone thought it was great mayfield loves this guy he's great you know he's killing it from last year like it was easy to it was an easy decision to make at the time i think obviously it couldn't have worked out any worse but mm-hmm. I, you know. I I I would have maybe made him offensive coordinator. I would have hired Greg Williams or gone out and got a high profile coach. But I so I would yeah. The thing is, they did get they did get a they actually went out and hired a high profile offensive coordinator. They just don't use it. They don't let Todd Munkin call plays for whatever reason. So like to me, that's a failing. Another failing of, of Freddie Kitchens is not knowing his own strengths and weaknesses. Again, I, I think that he he went straight from being a positional coach to being the offensive play caller to being the head coach within uh, you know a one year span. It was too much too too early, and um, I I I blame the GM for that. Like you're again, I also blame the GM for for building from the outside in. Like it was awesome that you got Odell Beckham and everything, but like you needed to build like protection around this guy, like. Callaway, I mean, though he got suspended and everything, and 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 Hicken and um, what, what's that other uh, receiver? Sure, Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. Like, you could have drafted a wide receiver in the draft if you wanted some more depth there. Like, you needed to, to keep Zeitler, who was your best offensive lineman, and um, to build more, uh, you need to build protection around him and go with your run game because Nick Chubb is your best player, right? Like offensive player, and I would have built around Nick Chubb and then let. Baker Mayfield grow into becoming a great quarterback. Instead, they were just like, this guy had a great rookie year. Let's just make him the focal point of the offense. Let's get him more weapons. I, I look, I, I I think it's too easy to sit here and, and play Monday morning quarterback. You know, the team, everything they did was praised in the offseason. Everyone loved the Odell trade, myself included. It's a great move. You know, everything they did was great. They got Kareem Hunt for nothing. Everything was good. And then everything went to shit. I mean, it could happen sometimes, but I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say they, they they didn't build the team correctly. This team was positioned to make a run in, into the playoffs, if not deeper in the playoffs. They haven't performed. True, true. Um, all right, Carolina at Atlanta. Carolina just firing um, uh, Riverboat Ron this week. Atlanta laying three to Carolina. Atlanta the home. Uh, the Atlanta the favorite in this game. I. I like Atlanta's home, right? Atlanta's home, and they're laying three at home to Carolina. I kind of like Carolina, man. Like, I think that team's going to band together after the firing of their coach. And um, like, I don't know. I, I I like a team after they fire their coach. They get like juiced up. Yeah, those games to me are tricky. They can always go either way. Either either the team like lays down and just like packs it in, or they rally around the new coach and and try to ball out. So. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a good feel for this game. The, the Falcons are so up and down. I have no fucking idea what to make of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Falcons though at home. Um, next game: Detroit at Minnesota. Um, Minnesota laying thirteen. I, th- I this is a, an incredibly high um, you know uh, spread, but I, I think Minnesota just comes out and beats the doors off of Detroit. Detroit stinks. They're playing. Um, with that Blau guy, is that who they're playing? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't see them winning this game. Um, yeah. So g- give me, give me Minnesota here. I'm gonna go the other way. I, I can't see them winning the game either. But 13 and a half points. I'll, I'll take the points. Minnesota is a very mm-hmm. relatively conservative offense, not a high flying. You know, I think if they get up by seven or ten points, they'll kind of put the brakes on it. Detroit's not good, but I don't think they'll get shut out. So I don't know, maybe twenty to seven or something. 
Here's the trap game of all trap games here. New Jersey laying five and a half at home versus Miami. Miami coming off a big win versus the Eagles. Jets coming off an awful loss versus the Bengals. You kind of you're feeling you're feeling Miami a little bit. You're down on the Jets. This is a classic Jets play awesome game, I feel, and the, they beat Miami down after losing to Miami earlier in the year. But I I, I it like makes my skin crawl to bet anything on the Jets. Um I'm going with the Jets, though. I think that they get their shit together this week. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Um, I just don't – like, I don't think at this point in the season, the way these teams are playing, there's that big a difference between them. Like, Fitzpatrick – the Jets secondary, potentially without Jamal Adams this week, is trash. Mm-hmm. Like, Fitzpatrick should throw all over them. It's not like the Jets' offense is great. The offense defense sucks. Like, I mean, these teams are pretty evenly matched to me at this point. Like, I don't know. Five and a half points is just too much. Um, I'll take the points. Uh, A-Rob just scored again. Jesus. Hell yeah. Um, I'm playing with Dynasty. Um, next game, Indianapolis versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay lane three to Indianapolis. Um, this is a rough game. I don't really like either team. Um Indianapolis is so just up and down this year. Um, give me, give me Tampa Bay at home. I, I, I like I like Tampa Bay here. They they have a good run defense. Um, and that like Colts want to run the ball a lot. Um, they're, they're, I I like I like Tampa Bay here. Give me get Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. Um, you know Tampa Bay's strength is the Colts' strength, so I, I think they're gonna have a hard time running the ball against them. Um, and Tampa Bay. They can score points mostly. Yeah. They can definitely put up points. Um, also, um, I, I the thing believe is, like, you beat you beat Tampa Bay by throwing the ball in, right? And like Jacoby Brisket and Zach Pascal are not like scaring anyone. No, I, I I mean you have a guy coming off of a hand surgery and yeah, like Ashton like, Doolin, like what the fuck? Who, who cares? Like I don't know how that's not even for Tampa Bay. That's not Tampa Bay. Yeah. In the uh, L.A. Chargers, the most, I think, underwhelming team of the year uh, versus J- at Jacksonville, um, the Chargers are laying three at Jacksonville, which is almost like a home game to the Chargers at this point. They haven't played a home game since they moved from San Diego. Uh, I-, I think they get charged by Minshew. Give me Jacksonville money line. I, l- I like Jacksonville. It pains me to ever take the Chargers. They just—I don't know what the fuck they're dealing. I just don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Fuck it. I'm taking Mustache. I'm going with Minshew. Let's go. Minshew Mania is back. They were yeah. the the Jags played for him. The Jags looked dead for um for Foles, and I think uh I think they got to fire their head coach too. I I th- that guy has lost that locker room in more ways than one. Um, I think he's done. Um. Okay. Uh, I don't even know who the coach is. Was Anthony Lynn? Is no, it's Mungo. Trey Mungo. Uh, um, I forget the guy's name. Uh, I don't know who it is. He's fired. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Kansas City at New England. Uh, this is a good game right here. New England laying four points at Kansas City. I, I, I don't know why I'm going to say this because I always lose money, but give me Kansas City on the road. I would take a money line. I, the the Pats have been playing like crap. The Kansas City's getting healthy at the right time here. I I like Kansas City. Uh, give me Kansas City. Oh, I remember the last time we bet on New England against Kansas City. Oh, no. Every time I bet on fucking any team but New England, I lose money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I know. I, I agree with you, and I agree with everything you said. And I, this is... This is what the Patriots do. My only question is, do they turn it on? They always they seem to do this every year in December, and they start to fall apart, and they look terrible. And then narrative starts up, and it's, oh, Patriots this, Patriots that. And then they come out and just stomp the shit out of someone, and everyone's like, oh, okay. Um, so I don't know if that happened. <laughs> could be this week. I don't know. Um, logically, I got to agree with you. I'm going to take Kansas City also. I mean, Kansas City's defense is actually playing at a pretty good level. The Patriots' offense looks fucking terrible. Uh, Patriots defense has gotten gotten beat up by by good teams. This is the one year though that it's not like they had a bad game and everyone's calling dead. They just looked out the gate pretty shitty on offense. Yeah, like 
when they were playing the dregs of society in the first couple weeks, they weren't even yeah. that great. They weren't even lighting them up like crazy. The defense was scoring like special teams and and defensive touchdowns, and that's why the the scores were out of control. If the if the Pats win this year, Brady has got to retire because it's it, his he's playing with fate too much because he's gonna have that season where they just absolutely stink. <laughs> they got no talent there. I don't think he's ever retiring. I think he'll out. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think throws an NFL pass? Like, who do you think throws the last NFL pass between the two of them, Trubisky or Brady? That's honestly a hard question to answer because Trubisky could be out the league before his rookie contract's <laughs> up. Um, like, do you really want him as a backup? Um, and even if he's a backup, he may never play. I I have to go with the give me give me Trubisky. I have to go with the guy is so young. He's only the third year in the league. While fucking Brady's forty two, there is a possibility that his the last pass in the playoffs or the Super Bowl is his last pass. So yeah, give me Trubisky. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Brady. <laughs> and it's, I played the fifty. I well, you know what? Why am I betting against Brady ever? I should never bet against this guy. Like I just I I have never made a single cent betting against Tom Brady and uh he's always proved me wrong I think he's doing it specifically to, but you know I'm probably not the <laughs> only, but but I'm probably not the only dickhead doing it though and so it's not just me and I bet I bet against him less than probably most people um Pittsburgh and the snooze fest of this of the afternoon Pittsburgh at Arizona Pittsburgh lane two and a half I think Pittsburgh wins this outright, and I mean two and a half isn't a much of a spread here. I, I think that they re- they have a very great defense, they have a effective run game, and they're gonna make this Hodges guy throw like fifteen passes, and hopefully he's at like hundred and sixty yards with a touchdown and no picks. Like that's what they're hoping for. So give me the uh, the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this game. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Steelers defense is good. Cardinals offense has been up and down. Mm. The Cardinals offense is just the Cardinals defense is terrible. So I think the Steelers can move the ball on them. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna take the Steelers. I think they're. I think they're the better team. Chase Watson's probably gonna feel like seven <laughs> catches for 180 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I don't think any of that's happening. I, I think that the the, <laughs> Steel, the Steelers defense is. I, I their GM and their coach have done like I know Wild Dan talks so much shit about Mike Tomlin, but to take. A team that was like what one in five, yeah. And you, and you you go to your GM. We need this. He gets you that, and then you turn the entire season around. Where they're seven and five now, or seven and no, they're six. I think seven and six. They don't have six losses, do they? I don't think they got six losses. I think they only have five losses. So they're eight and five. seven and five. Seven and five. So seven and five. All right, yeah. yeah, they're seven and five right now, and they have the six seed in the playoffs, and they have they have a very easy schedule to end the uh, the year. They have, I think, they have Cincinnati again. They have who they're playing? Um, they're playing um, Arizona. Like uh, they they have the, the the Ravens again, I believe. That's a hard game, but the the, the rest of the schedule is very easy. They get, and they're at Arizona, home versus Buffalo, at the Jets, and at Baltimore. They can win two of those four easily, if not three or four. I say every game, but Baltimore, they have a good chance of winning. Yeah, the Buffalo one's tough. And then Baltimore, look, at Week 17 at Baltimore, it's possible Baltimore is resting guys. I don't know what the situation is going to be with home field advantage, but not with the, not with the Not with the Patriots just winning every game. Like, <laughs> uh, No, but you're right, though. The, the Ravens could be in that 17th week uh, sitting Lamar Jackson, sitting Mark yeah. Ingram. You know, just, you know, here's, uh, here's RG3 and Gus Edwards. Um all right, Tennessee at Oakland. Uh, Oakland. Oh my God, Tennessee's laying two and a half away um, in uh, in the black hole. Uh, t- Oakland stinks. They just stink. Uh, they, their their defense is very bad. I think um, Travis. I had Travis Henry. Uh, Derek Henry is going to run all over them. I I. I, I, I th- Travis Henry. Travis Henry also might other time also run all over them. Yes. Uh, give me the Titans here. I think on the low, the Titans are a very good team, and if the Steelers don't make the playoffs, I think the Titans are their, the the favorite to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I gotta pick the Titans in this game too. I think they're a much more complete team. The Raiders' defense is just awful. 
I'm sad, I'm sad we actually started Ryan Tannehill in a league this week in a playoff matchup. It's not that, sad. He's been healthy. playing very well since he took over. I think he's got that team at five and one, and and he's had like QB one numbers like almost it's every. Really good to start Ryan Tannehill in a playoff matchup, but. Okay, but like, look, look, we want to start a, like, uh, I mean, this week particularly, Carson Wentz has a good matchup, but like, Carson Wentz is just stunk. Do you, he's he's like going into the year was like top QB. Do you yeah. really want to start? And Mayfield is top five. Like, yeah, this is this has been all year with QBs. So. Um, yeah, but I got the Titans should. I, mean, the, I don't have it. I'm actually surprised it's only three points, mm-hmm. two and a half points. Sunday night football. This is gonna. Anytime the Seattle Seahawks get involved in the game, it always ends up being a good game somehow. Why are they? Why are they always on prime time? Because they have Russell this Wilson. Sunday night and Monday night, like every week, it's crazy. Because they're a popular team, I think that um, the Seahawks, like they're they're liked a lot. They've been very good for the last like since the turn of the century. Like you had the Tim Hasselback teams that were really good from the aughts uh, up until he passed the reins to uh, Russell Wilson, who'd been good. Russell Wilson, since he's been on that team, has been good every year. I know one person who hates them. Oh, Wild Dan? Yeah. Because <laughs> he lives there? Um, Seattle going to L.A. Um, one sec. Seattle going to L.A. Um, it is a pick em. There's There's no spread here. It doesn't look like. Yeah, there's no spread. It's a pick em. It's even. Um, give me Seattle. I like Seattle. I, I think that the Rams are flawed this year. Uh, they have their line is screwed, and they're just the, Cooks is not like he's not the same guy. He's been concussed, so like he's just not producing at all. And it, like kind of shows with the other two guys. With um, I know Woods had a million receptions last week, but like they're not they're just not flowing on offense. So give me the Seahawks here. I'm gonna take the Rams. They've actually looked like they're starting to put it together the last couple of weeks. Offenses look a little more in sync. Seattle's defense is nothing to be afraid of anymore. Seattle's on the road. They're historically a much worse team away from Century League Stadium. Um, I'm going to take the Rams. Okay. Um, one last thing about the Seahawks. Penny Carson, man. My boy looked really good on Monday night. Two touchdowns, one, one receiving, one uh, rushing. Um, hundred, uh, 104 total yards, uh, 70 something rushing 33 receiving. He's, he is now a thing, man. He's, it's penny season for sure. What, how do you feel about my boy Penny? Uh, he's looked good so far. I, I don't know. I have him in one league and I haven't gotten him in the lineup yet. I just still think it's hard to trust the workload, but he's looked good in the limited time. I, I, the, the thing we dis- we disagree about is Carson's not going, it's not going away. I think that not he's not going to go well together, but I think eventually they're just going to keep looking at it and be like, we got to get Penny more touches. He's more explosive. He's the guy who takes it to the house. Like while Carson is, he's he, he's like Carlos Hyde, man. The guy he just give him twenty something carries, he'll get you like a hundred yards. Not nothing special. Um, twenty carries, hundred yards, five yards a carry. Uh, yeah, that's but he doesn't average that. So give him twenty five carries, <laughs> give him twenty five carries, and he'll get you a hundred yards. That's like more like him. He's like a four point three yards guy. Um, so give him twenty three twenty three carries, and he'll get you a hundred yards. Um, and then we have the, uh, my boy Eli coming back one more time against the Eagles on prime time in Philly. We have the Giants at Philadelphia. Philadelphia laying nine and a half versus the Giants. Um, I don't know. I can you really? I mean, I know the Giants off. Uh, I know the Giants secondary and defense have been total trash, but like the Eagles just lost to the Dolphins. That's an incredibly high spread. Eagles fucking suck. Like I can't trust nine and a half points to the Eagles at this point. They're five and seven. They kind of suck, but they always seem to beat the shit out of the Giants. So, so like I don't know what to think of. I think the Eagles definitely win the game. But uh, maybe maybe um, Eli comes in and he knows this is a swan song here and he puts on a good show and it's it's I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Giants and the points just because I don't think the Eagles like are any good. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Giants and the points. I I actually think there's a chance the Giants win this game outright. Um, I, I just have this weird feeling that I think knowing where he's at in his career, I think Eli could turn back the clock for one night and just fall out. I think you could see 350 yards, three touchdowns, 
I I don't think that Eli wants to go out. I don't think Eli wants to go out 116 and 117. He wants to go out 117 and 116. He wants to be a winning quarterback. So he's going to be supercharged. Also, don't forget, if he wants to continue playing, he's auditioning for a job. This is true. Um, but if you're him, like, like, all right, you've made a ton of money. Money's not an issue. You have rings. So it's not like you're ring chasing at this point. Like, you've, been, you've spent your entire career here. Like, do you really want to go on to play one year? Like we see it all the time. We see it all the time. But what, what it happens in every sport? Every millions of guys do it in every sport, and the reason is the same. The reason is the same in all of them. So, sure, some guys do it for money, whatever. Some guys do try to chase championships, but the guys who don't do it for money and do, fucking Ricky Henderson was playing at the fucking goddamn Long Island Ducks at sixty-five years old. Yeah, but that guy he's, like he's could, getting he's making like five hundred bucks a week. He's different though. That guy couldn't give up the sport. He was playing in made MLB. But that's the reason all these guys. The reason these guys hang on as long as they do is because they fucking love their what they do and they don't want to stop doing it. Because once you stop doing it, it's over. Your fucking life's over. No, it's not over. Like, look, look at uh, he could be. You don't think Eli Manning could be a coach? He can't go coach Ole Miss or something like that. Like he couldn't uh, be a quarterbacks coach somewhere. Like there's. Other outlets. You don't think all these guys. You don't think all these guys. You don't think Peyton sits there on the sidelines and just fucking misses it. I'm sure he misses some aspects about it, but I'm sure he's like happy to. Like he made. He. I'm sure he's happy with what he's doing now. He's working for ESPN, doing things, and he. He's get. He's moving on to a, a part of his career where he doesn't have fucking gorillas trying to kill him. Like you know, it's like, it's it's it bet. Quarterback's like safest position you can play in football. Is it? This that's like one of the only. Yeah. Posi- you that's a position where you can get absolutely blindsided. Like out of nowhere and on a regular basis. On average, you take less hits, I think, than any other position. I don't like more less than running back, but like not less than any other position. Maybe like like linebackers take uh, less hits than uh, uh, more hits than quarterbacks, but like quarterback. I mean, you throw the ball a lot of times. You're getting hit and thrown on your back, man. Like they they try to like make penalties for that. I don't know. I don't know if you get hit the same way. Like I don't think Eli's. I don't think Eli's gonna be in a wheelchair in 15 years. Probably not because that motherfucker constantly went down. He never took a hard hit in his life. <laughs> he's... Right. No, but I'm just saying the way he plays the game, he's not fucking out there running around like Jack. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, but, look, I don't know. If he may retire at the end of this year. He may not. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't shock me either way. But look, I wouldn't be shocked if he wanted to continue his career. Continue what though? He's been playing for 15 years. Uh, I, I, its career is done, man. Like, he he may have a little left in the he, tank. If he still still feels he can play and help the team win, then mm-hmm. he disagrees with you. I would maybe if he wants to be the backup quarterback next year for the Giants, but like, who, what team would start this guy? I wouldn't say start necessarily, but could he come in to compete for a job in like a situation like the, they brought in uh, Ryan Tannehill this year in in uh, Tennessee, where they bring him in, they bring him in as a quarterback behind a shaky starter. But why would you want that if you're Eli Manning, who, like, you know, it's like you had this great career. Why end it pl- putting on another jersey competing for a job? Ask all these guys. I don't fucking know. Why would. Fucking, I'd, rather, I'd rather just be like Sonny. Why would Patrick Ewing have four teams at the end of his career? Why was John Starks on all these Like, and, and it's, you can go in any sport. These guys do it all the time. Patrick Ewing, what, may longer than they Patrick Ewing never won a title. Like, Patrick Ewing, you know, so it's like he could have been title chasing. I, we traded him to the Sonics. So, like, he was playing on the Sonics because we traded him there. It's not like his, his like, contract ended. We, he was he made a ton of money. He won titles. What's the point to go on here? You know, it's like, like Tim Duncan. Like, I'm sure he could have okay. fucking played, like, like, 10 minutes off the bench on some fucking team in, like, in Charlotte. Why was Shaq on the fucking Suns? Shaq, Shaq played in his prime on like four different teams. He went from uh, the Orlando Magic to the LA Lakers to the Miami Heat to uh, to, to Phoenix Suns. Like and at he, the end of his career, he was a shell of himself, and he was playing on a shitty team, and he already had a billion dollars and and tons of rings. All right, but like Shaq so played the same thing. Like why why do it? It's Shaq, the same reason these guys want to do it. Shaq played on three different teams in his prime, so he didn't have like an allegiance to the one team. Like. It it would be like a guy who just spent his entire career in one jersey to to, to spend one year in your twilight to to maybe like compete for a job. I don't see it. Brett Favre and the Jets. Brett Favre retired, then wanted to come back like a douchebag, and like hey, the, what was his point? Why did he come back? He, was, he the guy doesn't need money. 
doesn't need a ring. He he felt that he like he, it, was, it was ego with him. It was ego. They wanted him to retire. They're like, please retire. We have Aaron Rodgers here. We want to move on. And uh, so maybe Eli has something to prove. So, like, these guys are all fucking ultra competitors. Like I, I, me or you don't can't understand that mentality. I guess. Uh, I hope he just retires or he comes back to, like, guide Daniel Jones some more and, like, give me like, another year contract and I'll be the backup and we'll just – I'll help Daniel Jones out He's because he's, that's, like, his guy. That's, like – well, at least that's what the news has been, like, like um like that's their, their, their fucking narrative where they're, like, Daniel Jones is, like, went to his camp and he's a friend of the Eli and he's, like, Eli too. So, like – Oh, he's going to come back. He's going to come back and win the starting job for the Giants next year. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I seriously doubt that. <laughs> I do. I do hope that we sign Ron Rivera as our coach, though. I I think that if we fire Pat Shermer, who's been quite a disaster as a head coach, he's got no juice. I think that we should hire Ron Rivera. I I seeing his like exit speeches, like I I I, I like him. I, I I he was a pretty good coach uh, for the Panthers. His last two years, his QB was not right, and he did a pretty decent job trying to keep the ship together without his QB. Yeah, I'm not opposed to Ron Rivera. I don't have any old feelings on him. Mm-hmm. I also don't think it matters. Who gives a shit? Okay. Um, all right, so let's just talk about one more thing before we get out of here. Uh, it's it's not football-related, but your Mets are being bought by a man named Cohen. Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen. What are your thoughts? What are your predictions? And what do you, uh, what do you hope for the future here? So I would say outside of probably the Johan no-hitter and maybe the one World Series game I saw them win, at game four uh, against the uh, Royals. It's probably the best day, the best news to ever happen to the Mets. Um, I think this is an absolute game changer for the Mets in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is going to come in and be an absolute fucking savage. Like he, this guy, talk about ultra competitive. This guy fucking hates losing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't accept it. He doesn't tolerate it. Also, he's not an idiot. So he's going to come in. He's going to, he, he's going to, first he's going to instill a smart, data-driven front office. He's going to use analytics. He's going to use this guy's like this guy. He embraces. He, this is his job, right? His life. His life is numbers and analytics. Mm-hmm. He embraces these things. He he understands how to recruit and hire people. He's going to put actually qualified, competent people in charge in terms of scouting. He's going to spend the right money. And the guy's the richest man in the entire world. He's the thirtieth richest man. Thir- he actually is the thirtieth richest man in the world. He's his net worth is ten to thirteen billion, depending on who you ask. The second highest rich, owner, richer, richest owner in baseball is worth five billion. So he's two x. Right, so he's he's, he's got the richer. biggest checkbook now, and boy, by a by a huge number. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I see no reason why he's not going to come in and instantly turn this team into what happened to the Dodgers after they sold, mm-hmm. um, after Frank McCourt sold the Dodgers. He's going to come in. They're going to spend money. They're going to have, you know, they're going to have a two hundred fifty three hundred million dollar payroll. This team has never had that. They are going to fucking act like a big boy team. And I expect them to be, I'm not saying they're going to win 10 championships in a row because that's probably aggressive. But all I really want is I expect them to be perennial competitively and contenders every year, mm-hmm. which is all I ask for. And I am, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, as a Yankee fan, I'm actually excited because I think now we're going to have two teams in the same market that might end up playing in the world series against each other. They're both young. Now that they're gonna, now that the Mets are gonna actually, it looks like they're gonna put money into their team. They both have young teams at the same time that are going to be battling it out for, for you know, bragging rights slash championships in New York. I think that the that New York is gonna be the destination for baseball in the next ten years. Yeah, I think this is. I, I can't overstate enough how big of a deal I think this is for the franchise. As much as I don't want to, the Yankees to potentially lose a World Series to the Mets. I I potential I want that potential of having another uh, Subway Series. That was a lot of fun in 2000. That'd be and, fucking awesome. And uh, both teams are young, and they got a good core. Um, you know, now that one team's going to load up, hopefully, and another team's going to load. But I think both teams are going to load up. I think that uh, we might in the next five years uh, see each other in the World Series, depending on how much control they give Cohen. Um, you know, out the gate here. So he's my understanding is once the contract signed immediately he will own over fifty percent mm-hmm. right out the bat. Realistically, the five year change of control thing. These guys are staying on a figurehead. They want their swan song. They want to ride out to the sunset 
and they want to let Steve Cohen spend his money, and then if the Mets do make a run and win, they want to get handed the fucking trophy by uh, the, whoever the Manfred. Um, which, which, if you as a Mets fan, I'm sure you're fine with it. Whatever, like. Yeah, I don't care. I'm, as much as I hate the fucking Wolfpack, they want to stick around in in title figureheads only for five more years. I don't give a shit. Now, do they? If they get the hand of the trophy after the Mets win the World Series, do they get the Roger Goodell boo? Uh, that's a question. I don't think so. Uh, I think Mets fans are so goddamn desperate for winning. I don't think they give a shit at that point. No, they're not unhappy about. The Mets winning, obviously. They just, right. they just. I just don't think they're going to be booing anyone. I think they're going to be so fucking happy. I don't think they, anyone would care. I think that they've built up so much of a bad, just bad press in New York. I think that they get the Roger Goodell boo, and then once they hand that trophy over to Cohen or the manager at the time or whoever, that's when the crowd explodes. You know, for the the happiness. Uh, it's actually incredible. I've never seen a reaction to news like I saw from a fan base yesterday, where like. I mean, there was a fucking collective worldwide circle jerk for like a thousand, hundred thousand Mets fans all at once. So well, just like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. Get this fucking guy out of here. It's huge news. Look, Boston Red Sox broke the curse. Cubs broke the curse. L.A., you know, they're perennially in the World Series at this point. You know, they're they're a contender. You know, they haven't won it yet. But, you know, I'm saying like it's just a huge thing when your team gets bought. Yeah. And by, I mean, if you could have picked, I said this before, if I could have picked anyone in the entire world to buy the Mets, I would have picked Steve Mark Cohen. Cuban? No, Steve Cohen. He's smart, though. Mark Cuban's smart, but Steve Cohen is, one, he's richer than Mark Cuban, and two, he's actually a Mets fan. So he, cares, he understands the team, he cares about, he, he understands the plight of the Mets fan, and he has that extra incentive to win, to want to win. Well, I wish you luck. Mark, in- Cuban, Mark Cuban would have been a top five, though. <laughs> Well, I wish you guys luck, and hopefully you come in second to the Yankees for many, many years to come. And uh, but, but I, it'd be better than they have been. But I, but I am actually excited because, like, I I feel that both teams in the future now will be contending together. You know what I'm saying? Like, where hopefully I we see a World Series or two uh, against each other. Um. All right, man. So uh, good luck to you in the playoffs, Mike, and all your matchups. Thank uh, you. Um. Uh, oh, have a nice week on your bye. Um. You know, we we don't. Have to... And to you, and to you as well. Thank you very much, and we'll see you all next week, man. All right. All take right, it easy. Peace.